Hey there! It looks like you found yourself between two tablets, where we connect people and technology in an ever-changing world. Stick around, you just might like what you hear. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Between Two Tablets! I'm your host, Bonnie Smith, and I've got none other than Mr. Benjamin with me. Welcome, Ben. Yes, thank you. So good to be here. Yes. It's a special day. It is. It's like a national holiday for me. Oh my gosh. Do you celebrate it in your household as such? Uh, I do by myself. Yeah, (laughs) I don't. My my wife and kids don't share that excitement. They're definitely like, as my boys get older, they're definitely like more excited about it but like baseball is such a long season that like the hype dies out pretty quickly but they're really excited when we go to games oh sure naturally so for those of our listeners that don't know what the national holiday is today what is it ben tell us opening day in major league baseball (gasps) you know this is this is like i know i'm in the minority here but like this day is more important to me than easter which will have I guess, be coming up here in just a few days. So mm-hmm. uh, it is more important to me. It might even be up there with like Christmas. Like that's wow. how big of a deal opening day is for me because I just love baseball. I love everything about it. Um, that's it, really. You just, just love it's it. It's all encompassing. <laughs> like it's everything about the sport is, I might obsess a little bit. So, so it's the you- only sport that I really genuinely like follow very like thoroughly throughout the entire season right so. not like our march madness where you watch eight minutes and <laughs> yeah. then that's it and it shows <laughs> in the bracket results i was doing so well for the first three hours and uh, then it all went downhill weren't we all okay. that's yeah, fine that's all right. i think at one point i was um third from bottom and Ooh. the bottom three just hadn't filled out a bracket oh, that's so. <laughs> impressive that is impressive we i do, do believe like, that my national champion is still Alive though, Who'd you pick? Gonzaga. Oh, me Pretty too. Pretty sure that they are. Tonight's going to be a tough. I don't know if it's going to be tough, but USC has like. Obviously, I'm a little bitter. They knocked off the Jayhawks, but at least KU oh. made the tournament, so there's that. Okay, moving right uh. along. <laughs> Opening day. Let's get on with today's topic. Uh. <laughs> Go Cats. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so opening day is obviously huge for you and for it a is. lot of people. Yeah. I mean, America's favorite sport, right? I would like to think so. Yeah, yeah it should be. Especially here in the Kansas City area. Yeah. We've got the Y'alls. We're, yeah. you know, that, that home team. Um, Talk to me about some of the, like, best highlights of being a Royals fan that you've had. Yeah, well, there aren't many. Um, No, I mean, (laughs) anybody that knows, like, we obviously made national news in 2014 and 2015 because 2014, our our World Series run came a little short. Mm -hmm. Madison Baumgartner is, like, the Royals kryptonite. (laughs) Um, It was still a really fun year, and obviously, like, nobody expects the Royals to ever make it to the postseason, let alone make it to the World Series. Yep. So 2014, like, we're like, oh, man, like, we're going to the World Series. This is going to be awesome. And then we lose, and we're like, great, we're going to have to wait another, like, 29 years for this to happen. And uh, turns out next year, following year, we bring in a couple new players and um, keep the majority of our existing roster in place and and make another run to the World Series, and this time we won it. So Mm -hmm. uh, 85 and 2015, those are our two you know, championship years. I was not alive for the first one, but I'm very familiar with it. Um, and 2015 was obviously just a really cool year for this city. 
Um, again, when you have a small market team, that's one thing about baseball that can be very frustrating, but when it does happen, it's really cool to see. And yeah. you're starting to see it more often um, with teams like Tampa Bay and like Houston was that way before they had all their issues and they started, you know, doing, you know, cheating things. But kind of those homegrown teams that like they draft their talent, they develop their talent in the minor leagues, and then they all come up. You know, mm-hmm. we had Hosmer, Mustakis, we traded for Kane and Alcides Escobar and Salvador Perez. And like those guys were not these big name players that everybody else was expecting to be like these top, you know, Mike Trout type uh, prospects. Right. But they played together for so long in the minor league system that like, the chemistry was there and and baseball is very much a momentum like building sport and so they do say like hitting is contagious and so um it's really cool to see when a small market team can not only like have success but actually like win a world series compared to the yankees who buy their championships (laughs) and the red sox who they're not up there with the yankees but now the cubs like you see these teams that go out and they just buy the best players and, and it's great good for them but like we gotta, gotta work show for a little it. love. We do have to work a little <laughs> bit harder for it, um, but it's not to take anything away from those teams. Baseball is still a very difficult sport, and it shows. Like the Yankees haven't won the World Series in a couple of years, and mm-hmm. they've had the talent to do so. They just can't stay healthy. So, um, you know, it's it's it was a really cool time for this city. And like any of you that have had an opportunity, like look up the parade, look at like what it was like downtown oh, yeah. or at Union Station when we had all of our like post World Series win celebrations and I was so bummed because I was traveling for for work and I was in Arizona or Vegas one of the two like great places to be I was really excited to be there right Um, but the parade (laughs) happened I watched the, the the finals the final World Series game when we beat the Mets to like I believe I was at the airport in Phoenix and the like couple days later i was still traveling my wife and my uh, oldest son they went to the parade and got to experience all this oh, so i'm still man. waiting for them to like win a championship when i can go but, so you can experience that yeah so it, it's just a it's a really cool you know um, time to be a royals fan and just a kansas city fan in general obviously yeah. our chiefs are are you know couldn't pull it off this year. Struggle bus. Didn't want to. Don't want to talk about that one too much. But it's baseball having, season now. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> having won the Super Bowl last year. Like I mean, you're talking what in the last six years we've had two different championships, and then and we've had four championship appearances between baseball and football, and we've won two of those four. So it's just yeah. a really good time to be a, a Kansas City sports fan. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You mentioned um, the minor leagues too. So yeah. we used to live up in Omaha mm-hmm. and the Storm Chasers yeah. are out of there. Yep. Um, so that's a cool, that was a cool experience for me. I Like I follow baseball, but not that heavily yeah. to know what, you know, minor teams are sure. aware. Um, but we went to a few games up there and it's just a cool experience. And you got to see some big names too. I think Danny Duffy yep. was at one of the games we went to. Like well, a lot of the rehab cool. assignments, like yep. they end up back in Omaha. And so mm-hmm. you do get a chance to see some of the bigger name players there, which is cool. But also like the Storm Chasers are, they're always performing at the top of the league and, yeah. and always having a chance to, to make a run in their, you know, their championship structure, their playoff structure. So um, th- I will say that Dayton Moore has done a great job of building a farm system that traditionally, like most of the time, it, it kicks out some really good talent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of all that talent clicking at once. And I will say, like, I'm not going to I'm not going to go real crazy here, but like <laughs> the roster this year really st- like you kind of started to feel it last year, but a couple guys got hurt. Our pitching was atrocious. Our bullpen was terrible. 
And like you're kind of starting to feel that like 2014, 2015 like team coming up again because now you've got Witt and Hunter Dozier who have played together. You've got Solaire. Like you've got these guys that have now had several years of playing together that are clicking and Salvador's back and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So like it's going to be an interesting season. I'm not going to say that we're going to win the World Series. I'm not even going to say <laughs> we're going to make it to the postseason. But I, I do believe that we will make a legitimate case for winning the central this year um a lot of people are going to disagree with me and that's okay but um there's just a feeling that you get when you've seen this team play before and you saw the chemistry and you saw the dna of the team and this dna looks very similar to the dna of the team that won the championship and the royals are under new ownership and the new ownership is not afraid to spend money Mm -hmm. as we've seen they brought in some new names which i'm sure will talk about so yeah i can just i can talk for like at least an hour i know i know (laughs) let's keep that uh that name train rolling (laughs) though so talk to me about some of the new names we brought on and then i want to know it's this is probably a hard question like asking you which child's your favorite but i want to know who your favorite royals player yeah so i'll start kind of just talking about who came over um our pitching rotation looks pretty much the same we did bring greg holland back and and uh and um uh wade davis back so that's kind of cool too. Like obviously they were part of the championship yeah. team and the championship run of like that lockdown bullpen that came in in seven, eight, nine innings and just shut you down. And and that had a lot to do with why the Royals were able to win because they put runs up and they held that lead. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a couple new outfielders. We've got Michael Taylor. Um, we've got Andrew Benintendi who came over from the Red Sox, and they're both good scrappy players who didn't really have a chance to be everyday starters where they played because Boston is just it's a tough place if you're not one of those top guys Um, and so he got plenty of time over the last few years I'm excited to see what he can do obviously Alex Gordon retired so you know I'll miss his defense I will not miss his striking out but (laughs) his defense was a lot of fun to watch and um, obviously, with all the gold gloves that he he won, he's he's no slouch out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought over Carlos Santana, who played for the Indians for the longest time. Uh, he's a really powerful. He actually tears the Royals apart when he plays us. So I'm hoping that playing in Kaufman or being a part of that team that he'll perform at that level as well. Yeah. Uh, he'll play first base for us. He's really exciting. Um, trying to think here. Uh, we got, I think, Hanser Alberto, who's going to be a utility guy that's just going to be flying around. But um, that's kind of it as far as the big names. The majority of like what I'm most excited about is who we brought back because our offense is one that has proven can throw a lot of numbers up mm-hmm. um, and a lot of runs. And our bullpen got stronger, so we should be able to hold some of those leads. Um, I would have liked to have seen them spend a little bit more on our pitching rotation, our starting rotation, because when you look at the top down, like there's really nobody that you're like, that's the A's. It's not like you're throwing out Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, and Kershaw like as your top three guys or whatever. Where a lot of these big money market teams, you're seeing their top three guys can be the ace on any other team. Mm-hmm. Um, we're scrappy though, and, and if they can hold four, five, six run, you know, starts, I think we'll have a chance to to see, you know more wins this year than we did last year. Yeah, optimistic. Um, yeah, so I have, it's a it's a split answer here for different reasons. Um, Salvador is probably my favorite player to watch technically. Like, he's a very, like, I will argue till the end of my days that Salvador Perez is the best defensive catcher to have played this sport. Mm-hmm. And I know Yadi Molina has had a long career and a healthy career. And if Salvador can match 
even come close to the amount of time that Yadier has played. I think he will be in discussion as one of the best defensive catchers as well. But just watching him play, like I played catcher a lot when I was playing baseball growing up because I just wasn't scared of getting hit by a ball. So like (laughs) getting down and putting my body on the line to knock it down was not a problem. But like seeing him make the throws that he does from his knees, throwing down to second base, like and just how technical he is, how well he can call a game for a pitcher. He just he goes that extra mile to really understand like the game flow and the game plan and calming his guys down and they yeah. trust him. Yeah. And he's a lot of fun to listen to. If you've never <laughs> had a chance to listen to his like post game uh, interviews, is like he is very confident in his English, um, <laughs> but he's not very good <laughs> with his Maybe English. Yeah, but it's funny, and you love seeing that passion from somebody. And his story is really cool as well. Um, A tie for my favorite player as far as, like, who I think is – I don't need to preface this. It's Whit Merrifield, like, without a doubt. Like, this guy, he very much reminds me of Dustin Pedroia. Like, Mm -hmm. not a guy who was expected to really do much, kind of got a later start out of the minor leagues, and he came up and, like, led the league in doubles, led the league in – batting average I think too like he just is that guy that worked his butt off to get to where he is and like he's literally a a plug-and-play type of player you can put him really anywhere on the field and literally just this week they demoted Nicky Lopez because unfortunately he's just not very good his defense is is what kind of kept him on the roster but his offense in spring like spring training is when you're supposed to just demolish it because you're not really going up against talent and he just couldn't do it so Witt moved from the outfield to start second base they believe for the start of the season so like he can move from infield to outfield he played a little first last year played pretty much every outfield position he's just really scrappy he cares a lot you know when he has a bat at bat you can see that he's really like frustrated with himself and Mm -hmm. he runs hard and hustles on every play and just plays the game the way that it should be and it's really cool to see the stories of like the guys that that got the opportunity to make a team and they put the work in to become like one of the best players on the team if not the best well-rounded player we have so kind of a two-part favorites but for kind of different reasons yeah that's fair I think that's fair and I think it's cool to see the energy that both those players bring to the team too I mean it's like you said earlier like it's a a chemistry driven sport a lot of times and so just to have people like that that you know really want to make themselves better and Mm -hmm. people around them better yeah you can tell this team has a lot of fun and that's the key you know you see some teams that that have all the star names but they're all kind of just playing for their own ABs Mm -hmm. and this team is one that they're all standing up along the railing when everybody's at bat they're talking they're yelling they're cheering on their teammates and stuff so you can tell that they have fun playing the game that's a lot of what I think led to the championship runs and 14 and 15 for us was just the fact that like these guys were not only teammates, but they were friends, and they loved what they were doing, and they had fun doing it. Yeah, so. Because you see, like, Hosmer, when he left Kansas City to go to San Diego, like, if you've watched him play at all, he's not the same guy. Moustakis yeah. is not the same guy that everybody fell in love with. And so I do believe that chemistry is, like, one of the top drivers for finding success in baseball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Um, cool. So opening day. Yeah. So tell me about some of your past experiences with opening day. How yeah. many how many opening day games have you been oh, to gosh. in your life? Well, so <laughs> let's see. At least this is as far back as I can remember, which I know is sad, but having kids will do that to you. So at least my sophomore year of high school, so what is that like 
16 years old, 15 years old, sure. somewhere in that range, yeah. all the way until I had my oldest son, Nolan, who was born in 2018. No. Uh. 15. <laughs> January 18th of 2015. There you yeah, go. There you go. See, parent brain. Um, so 2015. So you're talking, and I went to opening day the day that they, or the year that they won the World Series, which was 15. So nice. you're talking whatever that would have been, 2003, four to 2015. Holy so about cow. 10 straight years, 11 straight years of going to opening day. It was a kind of a tradition where a couple of buddies of mine, we would call out of work or school for the day and we would just go to PK and hang out. Holiday it's an all day, you, right? It is a national <laughs> holiday and it's an all day thing. Like yeah. those games are afternoon games and so it's kind of fun. You can go out to Kaufman and anybody that's been to Kansas City knows that like between Kaufman and Arrowhead, it's not traditional downtown stadiums where you're street parking and walking. Like it's a big parking lot mm-hmm. intended to be used for tailgating. Um, and so we just made a thing out of it and I've sprinkled a few in since 2015, but it's just, uh, priorities shifted a little bit. And so I still very much like tune into the opening day games, but it's been a while since I've, since I've gone. So for sure. And unfortunately this year is not going to be, I will not be there today. So, um, you know, it's okay. I want to watch it. You will. You're still an avid fan. That's right. What is your all-time favorite Royals memory that you have? Yeah, there are a lot. I mean, obviously, like, the cliche ones are going to be when, like, you know, you win the World Series. That's pretty (laughs) cool. (laughs) But This is a pretty good day. But, like, the one that sticks out to me the most, and I'm really embarrassed to tell this story, but it's also necessary. So... (laughs) (laughs) Joey, who works here, the two of us went to the 2014 wildcard game against the Oakland Athletics, and Mm -hmm. it was in Kansas City. And uh, it was obviously a big game because the wildcard, if I remember correctly at that point, wildcard was not like a best of three. It was win or go home. Like you played one game, and that's who determined before they restructured the playoffs. And uh, so we went to that game, and we had – I don't even know if we just had general admission tickets or something, but like we got there really early and we went into this restaurant or bar that exists because like it's kind of chilly. It's October and yeah. like whatever. And we got this table near the glass windows that face out and looks so like we're inside. We've got these awesome seats. We're not shoulder to shoulder, like way up high. And so that was great. Started the game and like big game, James. Shields, who is garbage, and I don't know why they call him Big Game James, but anyways, I think we were down like seven to three after like five innings. He had given up like five or six of those runs very early, and like you kind of just felt like okay. And the Royals had several innings of not putting up enough runs to feel like it was going to be a good game. Mm So I think it gets to like the seventh inning or something like that, and it's still seven to three. And so we're like, well, this sucks, but like. I don't want to sit in a crowd full of pissed off people because, like, the Royals blew it. Right. And, like, with how many people were there, it was like, all right, let's just go. So Mm -hmm. we leave, and we – Joey's checking on his phone or whatever, and he got, like, an update that the Royals scored a run or two. And so we're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, they're still down by three or four runs or whatever the case was. And so he's like, no, I mean, they're still threatening. So I turn on the radio, and we're listening as we're driving home, and – 
Um, very long story. No, it's not a very long story, actually. We're driving home being poor sports and losers <laughs> because, like, it had been a long season. It was ex- exciting, and you just felt like, man, you just didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And we had seen this story right out too many times before where Shields gives up, like, 18 runs in the first three innings, and you're like, okay, well, this was a waste of Let's just time and money. Let's <laughs> just call it a day. Because, like, if you've ever, one thing about it not being downtown parking is, like, everybody is leaving from a giant parking lot. Yeah. It You can sit in the parking lot for an hour and a half. Oh, easy. And I was so angry. Like, loving baseball and loving the Royals as much as I do, I was so angry that, like, I was afraid that, like, I would get into a fight or something <laughs> in the parking lot if people were honking and ready to get out after we just lost. So, we're listening to it on the radio. And uh, long story short, Royals end up winning that game to move on in the playoffs. They won 9-8 to eight in 12 innings. Oh, so man. uh would have been the coolest thing to experience, <laughs> like that comeback. And uh, so, like, it was the coolest moment because I had never been to a playoff game before. Yeah. And so, like, that atmosphere was just, especially Kansas City fans, like, you know, we're just wild and crazy and very loud. And so... Um, it was it was really cool to experience that, and like I will forever remember leaving that game early and listening to it. And maybe I needed to leave in order there for you the Royals to win. I am <laughs> very superstitious, and I played baseball for literally my entire like childhood and teenage years to where like you know mm-hmm. athletes in general are superstitious, but especially baseball. You grow up, you draw the same pattern in the dirt before yep. you're at bat. You tap three times you you know you do your stuff you adjust your gloves and whatever like and so maybe I'm just gonna believe it till the day I die that like I had to leave yeah in order now granted they lost the world series that year so it didn't really matter but like they didn't get a chance and had, had they not gotten that chance to like get some playoff exposure they might not have won the next year so very true. you guys are welcome for leaving that game early so out. if that happens again, are you going to stay? Oh, yeah. Gonna, like, I mean, at okay, this point. Okay. You've learned your lesson. I'm also <laughs> much more patient because I have kids now that, yeah. like, I don't care. I'll make the best out of sitting in a parking lot for mm-hmm. three hours if we lose. So Have a few more um, beers. It'll be fine. Well, and that was the thing is, like, you know, 2014, I would have been 26. So I was still very much at an age where, like, oh, I was freshly married, I think. Well, no, I was whatever. Yeah, I've been married for about a year, year and a half. And so, like, still young, no kids. Like, yeah, we'll go out and get some beers or whatever. Like, screw mm-hmm. this. We're not going to stay here and pay $15 <laughs> for a beer just to watch the Royals get their butts kicked. Right. But now I'm like, what am I going to do? Go home and go to sleep? <laughs> watch a recorded episode of whatever old people watch, Jeopardy. <laughs> the news. Yeah. Exciting stuff, man. So... That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope you have another exciting memory like that this Thanks. year. We'll see. Yeah. I'm I'm optimistic that they're going to surprise some people. It's all going to come down to the starting rotation and if they can keep us in games. But it should be a fun year to watch. And I, I do think that the Central's fairly wide open. The Twins and the White Sox, like, are favorites. But they underperform, it feels like, every year. So we'll see. Fingers and Mike Matheny, like, he's coached championship-winning teams and or playoff appearing teams when he was with the Cardinals so yeah I think we've got a shot to do some do some cool stuff cool I love it so what are you going to be doing for opening day this year I'm going to be here yeah Um, yay work yep and I'm going to be watching the game and uh, the next day I am taking a little vacation taking my kids and my wife to Branson for the weekend you know Really exciting. The the awesome three to five hour choices you have from Kansas City to go travel are 
quite impressive, let me tell you. Uh, But no, Branson will be fun, and and we all need a little break. So I'll watch opening day and then leave the next day. Yeah. Sail on into baseball season. That's right. Gotta love it. Yep, tune in the rest (laughs) of the weekend on the games and see what happens. Cool. And I'm sure I'll be at a game the next week. (laughs) As soon as humanly possible. As soon as I can, I will will be out there for sure. That's awesome. Well, we're pumped for baseball season. Yes. We're all wearing our y'all's gear and... We're Pretty much all them. week. Heck yeah. It's paint the paint the town blue. So we should have painted the yes, building blue. What were we thinking? That. Because <laughs> I follow I all know of that. you do. <laughs> uh, at least you follow baseball. That's all that that's matters, right? Really, I would like to think that that's what matters. Yeah. But it's for okay. sure. Cool. Well, thanks for chatting with us. Anytime. We'll talk baseball. baseball anytime. All right. We'll have another uh, mid-season episode. Evaluation. Check back in. Yeah, probably full of a lot, a lot of cussing and a lot of frustration. But what no, happened I, to the optimism? Come on. Well, I'm, I, I'm optimistic they will perform better, but I also have been a Royals fan long enough to know that I will likely be disappointed. So it's kind of like being a Browns fan. You know, you just kind of expect the worst and hope for the best. Yeah. Every year we're going to win it. Until we don't. <laughs> Love it. Every year. Well, that is our mentality here at Tech Cycle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in a nutshell. Awesome. That does it. Well, we want to know what you guys are doing for opening day, too, so let us know. Yeah. Share some picks. We'd love to... Unless you are a fan of the Tigers, White Sox, <laughs> Twins, then I do not want to know Sure. Keep what that you're doing. to yourself, apparently. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. All right. Well, thank you, Ben. It's been Anytime. fun. It's been a lot of yes, fun. It has. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Between Two Tablets. Bye. Bye.